This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. Catherine, you are uh, attending Advertising Week at the moment. It started on Monday, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. So tell us a little bit about Advertising Week. Tell, get, school us a little bit on what's going on. This is sort of like the bleeding edge, right, in your space that you uh, study so so diligently, right? Yeah, it really is. It's um, it's the 16th year that this has been underway. Um, it's actually run by a private company, but they've done a fantastic job. I mean, these they're really been visionaries in bringing people together to New York from all different aspects of the industry, which is, of course, as we discussed before, just been changing massively. Mm -hmm. And it takes place, um, it's kind of like a platform. So there there are, gosh, I don't even know, maybe 15, 20 different stages where things are going on at Uh any point in time Uh all throughout the city. And I just must say, the fact that Advertising Week is going on at the same time that the UN um, mm. is, is in meeting, it has made traffic horrific. <laughs> you know, I'm hearing I'm hearing this on social media. It's been pretty bad traffic wise. No, it's it's been crazy. So mm-hmm. I've I've taken the the subway and it's been fine. I haven't had any problems. But anyhow, <laughs> if you're trying to Uber, it's not so it or Lyft. But anyhow, so it's it's really this amazing concept that all these meetings happening. People are kind of going between BB King theater and uh, Mm -hmm. yeah all sorts of different things um and it's also they have you know it's really grown so that there's about as many tracks as is the complexity of the advertising and marketing Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. and really i would say that advertising should be kind of in quotes Uh, when jerry and i ran the future of advertising program we were worried and people talk to us all the time it's like you're talking about so much more than advertising Mm -hmm. But it really becomes a lightning rod for so many conversations around basically the interface between brands and Mm. people Mm -hmm. and by extension society. Mm. And so what they talk about is that advertising is really this crazy conflict between commerce and communication Mm. and culture. Mm. And if you think about it, from an advertising perspective, we are so influenced by the messages that happen in all the different kind of media mm-hmm. um, by brands and by those who are advertising that really it's become sort of a core part of where we are. That's why, right, the Super Bowl, right? It's right. The, right. Everyone's to watch it for the ads because it's, it's really talking about what's the pulse right now? What's mm-hmm. going on? How are people being perceived? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a pretty exciting, pretty exhausting, but pretty wonderful gathering. Interesting. And so you, so are, are you giving uh, a keynote there? Are you, are you presenting some of the work? Or are you just, well, what's going on there? What are you doing? There? Well, well, you're so nice to give me an opportunity to plug the CMO spotlight. Yes. Because we're, we're going to be airing on Friday morning. Nice. At nine o'clock. So everybody stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be Jenny Rooney, my co-host, who is the Forbes CMO Network editor. She's mm-hmm. my co-host for the CMO Spotlight. So we're going to be talking to a couple of guests about um, their experiences here at um, Advertising Week and sort of what they see the key themes are. We've got uh, Stephanie McMahon, who's the chief brand officer. What? For wow. <laughs> wow. She is a powerhouse. Oh, my God. I'm afraid of her. Like, she might kick my ass in that squared circle. You know what I mean? Probably, but in a respectful way. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> you were supposed to defend me, Catherine. You were supposed to say, wait a second. Yeah, he, yeah, she'd body you slam you. That, you've got the moves. So I do. I think so. I, I, so, I mean, there's that. So, yeah, wrestling and, you know, just what she's doing and what she's actually done. She's going to be talking. Let me just do a quick aside. She's going to be For talking sure. about this initiative called She 
no, uh, see her. See her. And okay. See her. And it's an, an initiative that started a couple of years ago in the advertising industry mm-hmm. to make it such that advertisements are reflecting the reality of women and the oh, wholeness of women. Wow. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but putting measurements behind it so that people could track businesses and advertisers and media companies could track mm. just how well and what kind of progress people were making. And so she has actually taken the See Her movement from, or initiative from advertising, and she's bringing it to sports. Wow. And, and WWE mm-hmm. has done incredible sorts of things to change the role of women. They've changed it from the divas to women in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've changed the percentage of, of time that the women wrestlers get. Anyhow, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And then we're, talk to, we're going to talk to the um, CMO of Freshly, Mayor oh. Gupta. And Freshly is, I, I guess, now the biggest home meal delivery in mm-hmm. like all 48 states. So mm-hmm. two very different brands, but really, um, wow. and that's kind of it. So, you know, there are people at Advertising Week are talking about social importance. Mm. Oh, interesting. Culture. culture. They're talking mm-hmm. about, yep, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, it's always good for sighting of stars and musicians who, of course, do a lot with advertisers. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a fun week. So, so what would you say, Catherine, is so I mean, you you have an inside bird's eye view of this. What would you say are some of the things that the big things that we need to pay attention to as business folk who are out there trying to understand this interface of commerce, communication and culture? What, what are the things that we should be focused on? What are the new things that that, that you point to that say, hey, you got to pay attention to right, X, Y right. and Z? What are you seeing? Um. Well, I think one that um, has been bubbling for a while, but I think it's really reaching a a boiling over point, and um, is this notion of tech lash. Tech um, lash, okay. Tech lash, and the AMA, the American Marketing Association, just I think this week um, announced a study where they talked to I think 500 people around the world, both um, consumers, people, as well as brands, mm-hmm. uh, chief marketing officers and, and people who are doing marketing to understand how people are thinking about technology mm. and privacy mm-hmm. oh. and mm-hmm. data collection and data usage and data rights. And they found a huge disconnect between how brands are thinking about it and oh, how people are thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, it is really, really interesting. So it was, you know, there's a lot of conversation around a wake up call. Uh-huh. For brands and marketers, and I know you're a huge proponent of data and mm. measurement mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. gathering first-party data, but also you know, doing the evaluations. But what's really, what I have found in the last year or so, there's far more conversation, needs to be even more, around the responsibility mm. that comes with that data collection. The amount of information that, that marketers and advertisers now have and are able to get on people is Interesting. And so, the, so just to jump in, ca- just to jump in, Catherine, the, the disconnect then is that brands are not as sensitive uh, to these exactly. issues as they need to be, and consumers yeah. are. Okay. Exactly. And okay. they're getting increasingly concerned. There's more and more stories about breaches and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think rightfully so. Obviously, when you think about how much facial recognition is out there, mm-hmm. where you know, you can be seen whether you want to be or not, and how much neuroscience oh, we know now to be able to read my emotions. Um, there's all sorts of amazing voice uh, technology mm-hmm. that can understand what I'm thinking and feeling, who I'm with. So you put facial recognition with voice together, and 
you can have brands who know me better than I do, know when I'm inclined to buy, mm. deliver me something exactly. Mm. So it's like the flip side of personalization. It's like everything else good out there, right, America? So it's like mm-hmm. it's in marketing, you know, it's great because you can personalize and customize. But on the other side, uh-huh. you've got to be really careful about how you use that information mm-hmm. and those insights in an ethical way. And what's the disconnect is that that kind of ethical infrastructure mm-hmm. is not there where it needs to be. Interesting. So what what should brands be doing to sort of calm that 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 urge of that fear? Should they be out front, get messaging around that, hey, this is what we're doing? Or what are your thoughts? Oh, and there certainly are laws that are around that, right? There's GDPR mm-hmm. in, in Europe and California. I think their legislation is, is coming up January 1st in 2020 to have um, uh, rights for people to to use their, you know, to, to safeguard their information, to know what information is being collected about them. But the thing is, is that so much of the stuff that you read, it's like, you know, when you read the, the app, I mean, before you download something about it, you go through all this legalese that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, right? And it's a bincher gobbledygook, <laughs> and you never read it, and you click say yes, because mm-hmm. you're like, I just right. get to what I want to get to. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I've seen that's really fascinating ours, and there's some great examples where companies actually go, wait a minute, you, here, here's what I'm going to try to tell you. The legal stuff is below, but here are the three things you have to know. And we're going to highlight this, and I like just talking to people in their own language Mm -hmm. in a respectful way. And so I think marketing can really take the lead on this. It's about respect of your your customer and your potential customers. Mm -hmm. And really that kind of respect and trust, as marketers know, is at the core of Mm -hmm everything right. um, that's going on. So, yeah, pretty cool. I guess the other thing that I would just mention in terms of what's um, interesting, two other things. One is I think that VR, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, mm-hmm. and mixed reality mm-hmm. is, is also starting to bubble over. I think the use cases are becoming much more clear. Mm-hmm. Certainly on a B2B side, there's some really interesting use cases where it's used for um, training or for difficult kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. There's one for social services. So people really get this very visceral experience without the dangers of being in a particular place or around materials or whatever else. Very cool. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's coming along um, and is finding more and more way into how brands are communicating and enhancing experiences. Very, very, very cool stuff. I'm going to stop there because we're running up a little bit on time. Uh, Catherine, you got, you've whetted our appetite. Thanks so much for joining us on the show tonight. It was great to have you. Thank you, Americans. It's always wonderful. Take care. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.